This episode of the Rethink Retail podcast was recorded live at Grocery Shop 2022 in Las Vegas, Nevada. Guest hosting this episode is top retail influencer and director of strategy at CINT, Melissa Minkow. And joining her is Tim Simmons, SVP and chief product officer at Sam's Club. They had a great conversation after Tim's Monday session where they spoke about accelerating from an innovation standpoint and how Sam's Club is thinking about the metaverse. Some of the audio can be a tiny bit glitchy here and there as we try to reduce as much of the event noise as possible for you. And stay tuned for more grocery insights coming to you over the next few weeks. We have full podcast interviews with executives from Frito-Lay, Bubble Skincare, and Spread the Love. And if you would like to show us some love, be sure to rate and review the Rethink Retail podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hi, everyone. We are joining you live from Las Vegas at Grocery Shop 2022. My name is Melissa Minko. I'm the Director of Retail Strategy at CINT. And joining me here today, I have Tim Simmons, SVP and Chief Product Officer at Sam's Club. Welcome. Thanks, Melissa. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining me. So you just had a great session talking about a lot of different technological innovations at Sam's Club. I had some follow-up questions. First and foremost, you kicked off the session by saying that Sam's Club is not actually slowing down right now, but accelerating during these times from an innovation standpoint. Talk a little bit that spirit or that sentiment. It's, it's really interesting because, you know, during the pandemic, um, we were hyper-focused. A lot of our priority roadmaps for products, whether they're associate-facing like apps and tools or member-facing experiences, a lot of them we just sort of kept on maintenance and we really pivoted and focused on things like curbside to keep members safe so they didn't have to come into clubs, for example. Um, and as we've come out of the pandemic, there's just like insatiable demand to come back to all these other experiences and optimize through technology. And so in one sense, we've accelerated in that it's just demand mm -hmm. to continue to really optimize all these experiences. In the other sense, it's also that, you know, the inflationary environment that we're in, part of, part of your way through that is to protect the P&L, mm -hmm. right? And to do everything you can to reduce your own costs so that you're not passing everything on to, in our case, our members right. or a membership model. Yeah. And one of the ways to do that is through great technology. Mm -hmm. So it could be... Um, it could be tools that we're building for our merchants that help them manage cost and price at the item level using intelligence. It could be ways that we're optimizing how our associates in our clubs do their job and prioritizing certain tasks over others because, again, we have technology and AI. So all of that is accelerating the pace of innovation right now at Sam's Club. That's fantastic. So I think a lot of retailers tend to forget and just focus on the end consumer and leave behind their own sales force and sales staff. So uh, that's really fantastic that you're utilizing technology to empower and enable them as well. That's, that's huge for us. That's great. Yeah. Any tools there that you want to speak to? Specifically? Oh, my favorite story is what we call OII, own your inventory. Mm -hmm. And if you go back in time a few years, Originally, we had a mainframe operating system in the club, green screens, yeah. 
And there were 14 inventory exception reports. An associate would have to leave the sales floor, go to a PC terminal, print these reports, and then start to work every item on, you know, 14 different types of inventory problems or issues. Mm -hmm. Well, initially we said, let's digitize that so they don't have to leave the floor. But the longer we sat with that problem, we said, it's not just about digitizing 14 reports. It's like, where's the intelligence? Do they really need to work every single one of the items on every single one of those reports? Mm -hmm. So we added intelligence into it and we prioritized the actions for the associates. Fast forward to today, now we're automating a lot of that just through artificial intelligence and scanning, robotic scanning of the club. Um, and it's freeing our associates up to really engage members. Hello, Rethink Retail listeners. I want to introduce you to another great retail podcast by best-selling author Ron Thurston. Earlier this year, Ron kicked off the Retail in America tour, where he left New York City in an Airstream trailer. Since then, Ron has been traveling around the country interviewing the nation's brightest retail thinkers as he celebrates their stories of retail pride. He offers a compelling new look at the changing face of American retail. It's one of my favorite podcasts out there right now. So check it out, the Retail in America podcast, streaming now on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And speaking of freeing associates up, you also mentioned Scan and Go technology um, in your session. I am a huge fan of Scan and Go. I don't really understand why more retailers are not using it. It's fantastic. Uh, let's talk about adoption there, though, because pre-pandemic, consumers weren't really using QR codes. They weren't comfortable with them. What has adoption looked like intra-pandemic now that consumers know what to do with QR codes? You know, it's interesting because when we launched Scan and Go, I've been at Sam's about seven years, and I was here in the very beginning when we first launched it. And what's funny is initially there was more internal fear. I think members <laughs> have to be afraid of this new tool. Interesting. Experience. We were worried that, you know, members wouldn't have a great experience with it. Uh, that they, they intend to scan everything in their basket and just miss some because sure. they get distracted or whatever. Mm. Um, but we have gone from what was just barely any adoption to significant growth. And you know what's interesting? It's not like we were flat, 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 and in pandemic we spiked. Huh. It's been a gradual, uh, steady growth curve um, over, you know, five years, I'd call it. Wow. And it's not even QR code based. It's barcode based. Okay. Right? So mm -hmm. the, the core scan and go experience, you just scan the barcode on the item. That adds it to your cart mm -hmm. in the app. And when you're all done, you check out. Yeah. We're creating experiences where we're integrating QR codes mm -hmm. for things like scan and ship. Um, but also even just a way to try scan and go. If you don't want to go into the app store and download the full app, right now we have what we call we call try and go. Yeah. You just scan a QR code and you get an instance of the app and you can try it out. So we are incorporating QR codes now. That's really cool that you're giving consumers entry points into testing some of this technology that you're using at a larger scale, get them kind of comfortable. So you also mentioned scan and ship. So from one scan to another scan, mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned this in your session as well. I was really curious because pre-pandemic, I had been looking at consumer insights data and seeing consumers didn't really understand, you know, if I'm going into a brick and mortar store, I would leave with the product, wouldn't I? Or, you know, if I'm shopping online, I wouldn't leave with the product and it would get shipped to me automatically. So merging these two, what has adoption looked like there? And what does delivery look like? Is it directly from store? How's that working out? Yeah, the idea for Scan and Ship came from one of our innovation jams. Mm -hmm. We do a couple of year, the team that had the winning, it, it actually won. This idea won the innovation jam. 
And their idea was, I, I still remember the video they created that to, to pitch their idea. And basically it was, the member came in, wanted the 75-inch TV, had a tiny car, wouldn't fit, what do we do? <laughs> so the original problem we thought we were solving with Scan and Ship was one of just uber convenience. Mm -hmm. You want this big, huge item, you can't fit it into your car, don't worry, we got you, we'll send it right to your house. Now, as we've rolled it out, what we're finding is, is that... <clears throat> Members are using it in many different ways. Certainly, we're seeing that use case. Mm -hmm. You're right. I don't want to have to track down a team of associates to lift this thing out of my truck. We're seeing that. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> but we're also seeing that they're using it in interesting, like, showrooming ways. We're seeing that, you know, they'll scan, they'll look. They'll, they're basically getting the PDP page online, mm -hmm. getting all the product information. And then we're seeing them come back. Hmm. Well, you know, after a couple of weeks and then transacting the item. It's almost like it's an entry point to their education on that item. Yeah. And they're starting with us because there's that nice QR code. I scan it. I get all the information on the PDP page. <laughs> so we have lots of use cases in mind. Like we have extended aisle use cases like added assortment, added colors, sizes, shapes. Sure. Things like that. But right now we're just in, in early days and we're learning everything we can from it. Very cool. Very, very cool. So lastly, let's talk a little bit about the future. You touched on, you know, five years from now, that could look like the metaverse and biometrics for Sam's Club. Can you elaborate on each of those a teeny bit? Yeah, and I'll, I'll just take a quick step back. Um, so the five years out team, we call Network 32. Mm -hmm. And it came, from, it came from a metaphor that's used, Safi Pakal used in his book, Loon Shots, you know, how to nurture the real crazy ideas kind of, <laughs> kind of book. And his, his point of that metaphor was 32 degrees is the temperature where you have both ice and water, you have both solid and liquid in, in, in this both kind of state. Yeah. And his point was, if you really want to get the crazy ideas that turn into something, you've got to have some structure. Sure. You've got to have people that are focused on that. Yeah. And the water part is more, let, let the ideas be crazy. So our Network 32 team is a team that focuses on things that nobody else is looking at. Mm -hmm. And examples of that are like the metaverse, the biometrics, et cetera. We don't know what the metaverse will look like for them. So right. We've got lots of ideas, but they're looking at what the core technology components will be. We know augmented reality and virtual reality will be a part of them. Um, so they're doing all kinds of experimentation on that and how you could get a virtual and an augmented reality from a brick and mortar club and put it in a digital space and vice versa. So we're learning a lot on that. Biometrics, some retailers are using it limitedly. We're not yet. It's more of a five-year out thing. So the things they're working on aren't on anybody's roadmap. And if they weren't working on it, we wouldn't be. Right. So the idea is, yeah, the real crazy things. Let's make sure somebody's looking at those. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I love the spirit of innovation, experimentation, and just balancing both the future with the near term. That's fantastic. I really thank you for your time and for elaborating on what you touched on in the session today. You bet. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show us some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.